For important disclosure information, please visit acgwealthmanagement.com forward slash podcast disclosure. Hello, and welcome to ACG Wealth Management Video Investor Insights for May. I'm Bobby Moyer, and I'm joined with Sandy Wiggins. Glad to be here. Well, Sandy, April was really a quiet month for most of the month, and then we get into the last week of the month, and you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, we see a 2% drop in the market on renewed banking crisis concerns, and it looked like really the bears were gonna take over after you know the quietness, waiting for a breakout, and you know, then Thursday, Friday comes, and we see a 2.8% increase on some strong earnings, and now it looks like the, the bulls are trying to fight back and, and take control. So, you know, with that, let's get into the numbers. The S&P 500 total return finished the month positive by around 1.56% and is now positive by 9.18% year-to-date. From a sector perspective, communication services, consumer staples, energy, financials, and healthcare provided the leadership, all returning over 3% in April, with communication services being the sector leader year-to-date with a whopping return of 25%. Technology is also up 22%. The laggards in April were industrials down 1.2% and consumer discretionary losing 0.95%. Financials are the year-to-date sector laggard currently down 2.56%. Small and mid-cap stocks underperformed the large S&P 500. The mid-cap 400 lost 78 basis points and the small cap index lost 2.78% during the month of April. Mid-cap stocks remain positive year-to-date by 3%, but the S&P small cap index is now negative by 0.28%. Developed international markets continue to perform well through the year. The MSCI EFA index gained 2.93% in April and is positive 11.8% year-to-date. Emerging markets stocks had a challenging quarter, losing 1.1% in April, but remain positive by 2.9% year-to-date. The U.S. dollar showed mild declines relative to a basket of foreign currencies both in April and year-to-date. Interest rates were a mixed bag in April. The short end of the yield curve rose, pricing in another Fed increase, while longer-duration bonds saw their rates fall, potentially forecasting slower economic growth. The Bloomberg Aggregate Bond Index was positive by 60 basis points and is positive year-to-date by 3.59%. Lower-quality bonds also had a good month, returning 1% and are up 4.6% year-to-date. The six-month Treasury yield is back above 5% and closed the month yielding 5.05%. Well, Sandy, the banking crisis really might not be over. You know, we saw a little bit of volatility earlier this year and then stabilized until the end of April. We saw First Republic Bank, you know, the last two days, Saturday, Sunday, April 29th and 30th, the California regulators took over First Republic Bank and, and ultimately JP Morgan came in and took over all the deposits. They acquired them and majority of their assets. First Republic has been in trouble here, you know, since all these banking crises has kind of started in February, March of this year, really March. And they just had a high amount of uninsured deposits uh, on their bank. And when these things became concerned, anybody who didn't have insured deposits, they tended to pull their money out. And that left the bank with not a lot of deposits or enough deposits to, to function and ultimately put them out. This is the third bank uh, to fail, American bank to fail uh, since March. So it's um, a little bit concerning, maybe not completely surprising, but the banking crisis isn't over yet. And we'll see what happens with some other regional and smaller banks later on this year if they also will fail. Uh, but it doesn't feel to be systemic at this point. 
uh, but still not good to see a, a fairly large, well-known bank um, go under like that. You're right, Bobby. The banking crisis has been in the news. Um, let's also touch on a few other data points that we've gotten here recently. The Consumer Price Index uh, information came out recently. The core CPIs and it came in at 5.6%, and that's certainly lower than it was in June of 2022. But the pace of decline has slowed, and so the Fed's going to have to work a little bit harder to get to the 2% target uh, that, that they're aiming for. We also saw uh, the GDP gross domestic product number come in a little lighter than expected. It came in at 1.1% versus expectations of two. And there's some thought that that might be a result of the banking crisis. Our, our thought though is that we really haven't seen the impact of the banking crisis yet work its way into these economic numbers because that occurred in the latter part of March. And uh, we'll need to see where, what the, where those numbers come in later yeah. on during this quarter. Yeah, if banks decide not to lend as much because they want to shore up their balance sheets, that has to filter into the economy. And like you said, if the banking crisis really picked up on, on March 13th, um, that's only, what, two, three weeks left of the, of the second quarter. So how much of that 1.1% was really a result of, of the part of the crisis that we saw in the banking? So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how GDP comes in in, in the second quarter and, and the rest of the year. Yes, Sandy, we're also in the middle of earnings season. And um, heading into the start of this quarter, we were expecting to see a negative um, earnings growth uh, for the quarter, which would mark two consecutive quarters of negative earnings growth and earnings recession. But, you know, that's relative to expectations. Earnings season hasn't really been that bad, and we're still right in the middle of it. As of the end of April, we had about 53% of the S&P 500 reporting so far. Uh, of that, 79% reported earnings surprises, 74% reported revenue surprises. So positive on, on that front, we're still expecting to see a negative 3.5, 3.7% decline in earnings uh, quarter over quarter, year over year. However, that's down from negative 6.7. So really, when you look at earnings, they, they've come in and, and that expectation has has improved. And while it's not a blowout fantastic earnings season, I think it's been a little bit better than could be expected. And some of the big tech companies helped with that rally on the last two days of April. Yeah, and you know, earnings, we'll hear more about that. But I think we're also going to hear a lot more about the debt ceiling uh, as a result of lower tax collections year to date the debt ceiling uh, is going to be hit a little bit quicker. Now they're talking June, where later on, earlier this year, it was maybe July or even August. And so uh, we'll continue to hear more and more about that. I think it really is going to come down to the confrontation of, of wills. And ultimately, you know, the Republicans want tax cuts as a result of raising the ceiling. That's not going to go well with Democrats. So it'll be a bit of a standoff. And uh, ultimately, if history repeats itself, there'll be a lot of a lot of a lot of news, a lot of politicking, um, but hopefully we won't have really an issue. Uh, they've solved it in, in years past, and I expect they'll do that again this year. It would be very detrimental if there was a default on on U.S. debt, which I really think uh, both sides will work to avoid. Yeah, you said I think what the market is seeing, right? It's not going to happen, and they're really not pricing it in. That's why I think that's where the risk is, just because the market, when it prices in risk, it would be okay. But here, they're not, they're not planning on this. They're planning on cooler heads to prevail and them to get a, a little bit of a deal done. So it's, it, it'll be in the news, but the markets haven't really factored it in yet because they just expect history will repeat itself and will take care of what they need to up there in Washington. 
Well, Sandy, you know, we head into May and this first week in May, you know, even potentially when you already see this is a huge week. Um, you got the Fed meeting May 2nd and 3rd uh, with the Fed announcement on the 3rd right now. Expectations are pretty strong. I think it's somewhere around 88, 90% that we're going to get a 25 basis point hike. The question is, are they going to forecast another hike after that? Or is this going to be maybe a pause and we'll see what, what's happening with the economy? As you talked about earlier, inflation is running a little bit hot, the economy is slowing down, but we also have labor, um, you know, that was still pretty tight. And again, another data point the first week in, in May is we get the labor number Friday. It's a Jobs Friday report uh, that will come right after the meeting. And then on Thursday, you have Apple earnings and, you know, another big tech. And usually we don't focus on single companies, but being that how um, what, what it makes up of the overall S&P 500, how much Apple was kind of enthroned in the economy and in the consumer. Apple will be a, an interesting after the bell report on Thursday too. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Fed meeting, Thursday, Apple, Friday, Jobs Friday. It's gonna be a, a busy, busy start to May. And then obviously we get all the other data points, inflation and um, uh, you know other data points and the rest of earnings throughout the, the, uh, the year or throughout the month of May. 30% uh, of the companies in the S&P 500 report in the first week in May. So a lot of data to trade off of after, you know, we finish strong here at the end of end of April. So with that, you know, I think we could wrap this up and, you know, just tell our, our listeners and watchers to continue to focus on, you know, their financial objectives. And, and this is all important to be aware of what's going on. But, you know, stay focused. It's a lot of uncertainty, which may create you to not want to be in the market. Uh, but as we've seen with banking crises, the market's still going up and you just never know if it's going to continue to go up or down and just be invested, you know, consistent with your financial objectives. Well, it's been a good first part of the year. Let's see what the, the rest of the year holds. For important disclosure information, please visit acgwealthmanagement.com forward slash podcast disclosure.